0: welcome to episode 51 of Movie Shmovie. Hey movie fans, it's me John, and I wish I had an explanation for why I did the intro that way. But, all I can say is, I was bored. So... Before we get to this week's conversation, I want to make a couple of corrections uh, about uh, things we said in the last episode, episode 50. When we were talking about how great the cinematography was in the new James Bond film, uh, Steve name-checked the cinematographer as Roger Deakin. And, of course, we should have said Roger Deakins, because we all know who he is. He's the brilliant man who works a lot with the Coen brothers, and uh, shame on us for not catching that. Also, shame on me for using the figure of speech, stalking horse, in a sentence when I had no idea what it meant. I did look up the definition after I said it on the podcast, and uh, I'm not sure still quite what it means, but I do know that whatever it means, it's not what I meant to say. Now, all you really need to know to set this one up is that uh, one night... We were here recording and um, things got a little heated between Ronald and Steve, as they usually do. And uh, as I often have to do, I have to come up with a topic really quick to break up the fight. So here you go.
1: Shut up, man. (laughs) All right, you
0: guys. (laughs) (laughs) So the holidays are coming up.
1: Thank God. Well, I mean, I just feel like... You really mean that? I do. I do not mean that. I don't (laughs) want it to come.
2: No, dude, I love the holidays. I love Thanks. fall, winter, everything. You think about spending a lot of time around the
0: house with the family. Yeah. And I I don't know. I thought it might be kind of fun to to just talk about the movies that that you either have seen a million times with your family or the movies that you think are a nice fit out there for sure. for uh for people who might be looking for something to watch with Hunger. with the whole family.
2: Well, I feel like get out of the way like the the Christmas stories, you know, like yeah. the thing that plays nonstop. Yeah, not those. Yeah. I mean, those may be films that you do watch, but let's talk about maybe some, <clears throat> you know, maybe
1: movies that are common
2: watch. to us, but maybe not some ones that like TNT or TBS air nonstop. Uh, so, what would be, Ronald,
0: a
1: couple of movies that you watched a lot as a kid? The Neverending Story. With the whole family? Yeah. Really? Well, well with my sister. Mm-hmm. my mom, um, Actually, one that I watched all the time Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Home Alone, constantly. Constantly. We always watched it together. I think it's just because I like to repeat the part where they show the the gangster on TV and the firecrackers getting lit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of them. That's one of them. It's funny that
0: you mentioned uh, Home Alone because I was noticing uh, John Hughes movies kept coming up. Yeah, I realized Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Those are movies you can just about imagine anyone in your family. Maybe not seeking out, but you talk about movies that are kind of the kind of cable classics. Those are yeah. the types that once you find them, you, you you don't usually flip away. And "Planes, Trains, and Automobiles" is actually a Thanksgiving movie, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that set around Thanksgiving it, time? It's like it's like that.
2: Term
1: yeah, they're, they're like. I think he's trying to get lane, home yeah, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Steve? Yeah.
2: Um, I would say uh, one that comes to mind is Gremlins, uh, okay. taking place around the holidays. Mm-hmm. I, I was a huge. Um, fan of the film i I still think gizmo is adorable yeah um but yeah i think it's just like a fun like i think the reason we'd always watch it is because it was a it's a fun mix of everything that people my family enjoyed like they were kind of really funny sweet family things there's kind of more like i guess action scary kind of things that just border that line where it's okay to still watch it with as a kid or you know with your family um but yeah i mean i just think that the gremlins film i'm not so much the sequel but i mean where it kind of came a little ridiculous in my opinion, mm. but uh, just Joe Dante. I don't know that he's done a whole lot that I've liked since then. But I think Gremlins is a staple among. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be able to continue to watch that with my family in the future. But yeah, I think uh, it's just it, you know it, the holidays. The the idea of that movie kicks off as a gift, and yeah. you know it's kind of cool to see where or when how irresponsibility has its consequences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. the moral
1: that mom and dad were trying to teach me with the Gremlins. <laughs> Wizard of Oz yeah oh man my mom, my mom will put that on. We watch it every time something- usually around this time too mhm, every time that it comes on there's there's actually a station that shows it like three or four times in a row um and we we watch it. What I found when I was trying to think of this type of movie
0: um because my first thought was the movies that i that were on all the time when I was a kid, and the the immediate list that came to mind was uh Mr. Mom. <laughs> Back to the Future, Heck yeah, Back Ghostbusters, future. and uh, this may be a little bit before your time, but you may remember it. But Nine to Five, I've never seen that. Lily, yeah, Lily with Lily Tomlin, Tomlin, Tomlin and Jane Fonda, Mm-mm. and that must have been. I mean, I, I, I I'm realizing most of these movies, yeah, Demi Coleman was actually pretty great in that, awesome like in that movie, yeah, it, But th- it was like a cable classic. But these were also movies that my mom. Loved, And Mm -hmm. my mom was one to record a movie and watch it over and over and over again, watch it until the tape was, the tracking was messed up on the whole tape. And she would also be one to have like a kind of a, you know, like a silly little romantic comedy or some movie that she ended up with on VHS that she would love a scene in it so much. And she would watch that scene over and over. To this day, I think she still has a vcr in her bedroom and she still has her vhs's and she still throws on those <laughs> movies and i think when you were a kid it was almost like you were limited by what was around
1: yeah yeah you know so like much. if
0: you had back to the future you probably would watch back to the future quite a bit or if you'd yeah. managed to record yeah. i remember when ghostbusters came on hbo it was
1: a big deal to be able to record that and yeah. have it i had two interesting ones goonies yeah um Spaceballs. Two weird ones, two really weird ones. I used to watch with my dad. All, well, not weird. Coming to America, mm-hmm. and then it's really old. It's from like the forties. This movie called Cabin in the Sky, about um a guy that uh, wins the lottery, and he and he dies. Well, his his and then his soul is kind of in limbo mm-hmm. when the de- and the devil and God are kind of. Battling with his soul when they decide to, like, put him back on Earth. So he makes a deal with uh, the devil and God basically to let him go back on Earth. And he functions uh, with his soul kind of be being challenged by the devil and God mm-hmm. personified in these characters. It was all all black cast had uh, Lena Horne in it. It's one of my dad's favorite movies, so I saw it a lot. And do the right thing, for such a weird, heavy movie. I've seen Do the Right Thing about twenty times yeah. in my life because with my your da- family, with yeah, I mean, well, with my dad and my sister, and okay. my, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I had a split family. My dad and my mom split up, so like with him, I'd see whatever he wanted to watch. My mom was a little more cautious, well, a lot more cautious, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. He introduced me also to Sweet Sweetbacks Badass Song. I watched that about 10 times with him. Since we aren't talking about
0: necessarily like kids movies, because you could always say that anyone in the family could watch, you know, all the Disney movies, all the Pixar movies. But we're talking more about movies that might be PG or even R that kind of we've all agreed these are good and the family can sit down and watch them. I mean, like there's some R-rated yeah. movies that are R-rated because they have a little violence in them or because yeah. maybe there's a, so different There's now. like one pair of breasts and an, and an F-bomb. <laughs> yeah. And also a lot of these movies might be edited for television. I mean, back in the day anyway, they might have been edited for television.
1: I have one. What? Big. Big? Oh, Big's Big. a good example. Oh my goodness. You used to watch Big like crazy. If you're stuck there, a movie
0: like Big is probably not going to offend you too much. I, I the, the list I came up with... Um, <clears throat> I, I I had a bottle rocket on there as a okay. suggestion. It might be you know again I I looked and I found that was an R rated movie and I couldn't for the life of me I couldn't really think of why it's rated R. Maybe R rated movies few.
1: are so different. We're so different. A couple of years
0: ago. And another one that even though I was sort of surprised it was an R too. Uh, but the Wonder Boys or Wonder Boys with uh, Michael, Douglas? Michael Douglas and Robert Denny Jr. and oh, that's a really good movie. It's a really good movie, yeah. and I thought about it, and it's like it's got a little drugs and that kind of stuff in it, but it's all sort of in a like. Remember when I was a kid, there would be scenes where someone would smoke pot and get high, and they would yeah. be kind of out of it for a scene. And when you're a kid, you just think that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it paves <laughs> the way for any kind of evil drug use. Right. So I think Wonder Boys is, and also in the in general, I think that anything that someone gets up to in that movie there's adultery there's gunplay mm. there's drug there's the, the consequences are all are all present and also there's always there's something comic about it and i yeah. think in the end that movie really trades on kind of a warm feeling towards its characters yeah. which i think is one of those things that marks a what you might call a family movie i mean yeah. you know you're not going to necessarily want to sit down and watch something grim and, and brooding even though it sounds like you're your dad might have you, might have yeah. sat
1: down and watched something dark and brutal. You watch Forrest Gump a lot too. Jenny had AIDS. What? Jenny had AIDS, man. Go <laughs> yeah. back and watch that movie. <laughs> John genuinely looked at me like, "Steve, did you not? Know <laughs> no, that? I did. I, I did not know I, I, I sold it. I sold I it. I believed your acting. You're really like, I watched did. it. Maybe I missed like, like, something. Here. I watched it recently. I was like, wow. I did not know that Jenny had something fatal. Yeah. Yeah. that killed her, which was. Probably thought it was something non-fatal that killed her. She was her. a prostitute, basically, <laughs> right? She was.
2: <laughs> she had hard hard life. She was a she's a little <laughs> tough tough, yeah, tough yeah. kid. Yeah, she, tough life.
1: She, she did what she had to. So I, actually,
2: I actually have three that go more towards, I guess, the family, like I don't want to say kitty yeah. vibe, but it's actually a, it's a hat trick for Mister Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. We watched a lot of Jim Henson growing up, and the three that stood out to me. Um, I'd say around holidays because, like you know, we always had off school. We'd always have those go to. This is the whole point of this this episode or this this conversation is. It was um, Emmett Otter's Jug Band oh, Christmas. Oh my god, yes, yes, uh. nonstop every year. This is when I can remember we had the laser disc player. We'd watch mm-hmm. this. Um, I don't. know, This is more of an obscure one, but the Muppet Musicians of Bremen. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever see no. that? Very similar show. Like they usually play back to back. But the the live action one that stayed up for me was Labyrinth, which. Um, I think just because of the, the the Muppets, the puppets, like we were, especially myself and my brother, who was younger than me, like we were just in all of of mm-hmm. puppets and Muppets and Jim Henson, and as it, growing up and seeing the behind the scenes piece of it, the world of this magic to me as a kid, I remember these things were things we watched multiple times. I don't know how many times I've seen those three films, you know.
0: Well, I mean, *Emmett Otter* is one of the most charming yeah. things ever made, yeah. and I don't know. It was like an example of the Henson workshop stepping outside of the characters they had established, but definitely like the voices and the style of the puppetry was right up there yeah, I mean everybody but like those songs are are engraved on my on my soul oh and man. The, yeah, and just the whole look of that little town I don't know the, it, it you know when we were talking about Paranorman, we were talking about the attention to detail and creating this kind of miniature world, and the in the world of Emma Otter that yeah. yeah that kind of downtrodden kind of depression era world uh it yeah, it really. It, it there was there's some kind of peace or there's something kind of calm and and sweet natured about that that I don't know that you get in in yeah. kids entertainment today that's a that's a really good
2: yeah i just really that, good I that's it. a staple for me and that's now. one
0: that I, my dad loved too so i saw it i saw yeah. it over and over when and i was And that's a like
2: kid. going into it like when my parent i remember like the first time i probably i mean maybe a little too young to remember the first time but i know when i was a kid seeing these films i mean and i actually remember like as an adult, teenage adult, like going out and buying like the VHS tape oh, versions really. of them. So I, mm-hmm. so I make sure that I retain some version of these films to yeah. have because it's like those things that you know, you want to take with you to your when you have kids and you know I'm, you, you you know what I'm talking about John having mm-hmm. a younger son. Like, you know, when I have a kid someday, like there are movies like, Emmett Otter is like a a no brainer. Like, there's got to be a moment where my kid yeah. experiences this. Like you yeah. just said, it's so cute and. And just thematically and just the way that, you know, the, the songs like uh, the Brothers in Our World, I think, is one of the songs. Just mm-hmm. such a great experience as a kid. And I don't
1: know. I'd, I'd have to see it again. I do remember pieces I mean, of yeah. it. If you Thanks. don't
2: have the association
0: with it, it might not be, like as an adult, it might not be the easiest thing to sit through. Because I do feel like it might have kind of a slower pace. Oh, but okay. I think that just because it's got that, it just exudes that Henson charm. And it's right. got everything about it feels so handmade and,
1: you know. It, yeah, I watched Willow a lot when I was a kid too. Willow, yeah,
2: that's another one. A I lot, a lot. About When I thought about Labyrinth,
1: when we got HBO, I just sat in front of the TV, and then my mom would come in and my sister would. Come I miss in. that. Yeah,
2: this whole conversation Remember of like it? sitting Remember? in front of the TV, like catching oh, something on TV. Yeah, there's. I'm scared to shit.
1: I'm scared to shit. <laughs> oh my cat!
2: <laughs> I, I, I miss like I miss. <laughs> don't, that. don't be scared! Oh Ronald. my god!
1: Oh Jesus! Can I explain what? I... Yeah. So um. I'm talking to John. I hear rustling. You weren't talking I, to Steve. Yeah, talking to Steve, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and then I see a creature come from the ceiling, and then I I notice that it's a cat. It's like creeping down from the side of the wall. <gasps> yeah. Try, try, try
0: being like. How does that happen? How does well? The... He, there's a there's a spot where he can kind of get up into the ceiling up there, and oh. he gets freaked out when when people come over, and so sometimes he goes and hides there. And then after a little while, he comes
2: out. So he probably just was, like, tired of waiting. It's like, these guys aren't leaving. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just just get down. I got to get down. (laughs) Um, But, no, what I was getting at was, like, I I feel like now that we're talking about this, I knew what we were going to talk about. But I feel very nostalgic right now. Like, I I feel like I just mentioned, like, I don't really watch a lot of live TV anymore because of the the way technology is now. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have the patience for commercials like you were saying Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Or even, like, when HBO was there that's just not the way to do it anymore. I feel like it's kind of, I'm curious to see like how I play that when I have to experience that with a child in the future, like how I, how I, that, that, cause a lot of it was, it felt kind of sp- spontaneous, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh, you, Oh, like that it's, it's, it's coming on now. Let's watch it. You know, yeah. like, this is a chance we, we have to take this opportunity to watch it. Cause the stars aligned well, I mean, for it, us to turn the channel and it's yeah. on. Whether you
0: were flipping around and you found something or you actually knew something was coming on and you had like, we're all at seven o'clock. Yeah. You
2: pop the corner of yeah. the oven and you're yeah. ready yeah. for it. Like that doesn't really happen. It's it weird. doesn't I just realized, I mean, I, I, I know it, but it, no, I, I remember it and, and, and it
0: used to be such a big deal when certain movies would just make it to HBO. Like yeah. I already mentioned Ghostbusters, yeah. but I remember Star Wars when it came on HBO, I was in, uh, I was in, I think I was in fifth grade mm-hmm. so i would have been it would have been around the time return of the jedi was coming out in right. theaters that it made it to you know that star wars was finally coming on television wow. it was such a big deal i mean I, That's I, insane. And I think i remember that the first time they aired it it came on at like 10 o'clock or midnight or something and i remember my folks letting me like the whole family staying up and That's making a big awesome. deal out of it to watch it yeah yeah no awesome. you're right there is something kind of and i and i hadn't even thought about it before you mentioned it that That the closest thing to that I have now is being repeated as a parent because there are certain cartoons that Henry watches and it's like he knows that Ben 10 Omniverse comes on at (laughs) 9am on Saturday and if we don't watch it then it better be on the DVR. I mean, in his mindset, yeah. it's like, and it's almost like it's the first time in a while. I mean, because there's shows that I watch, and there's certain shows that I wait for him to come on. And sometimes, out like Homeland or Boardwalk Empire or something, I'll be sitting in t- I'll be settling in
2: to watch it around the time it comes on. But I don't think you feel that need to do that. And the difference, I think, from what you're saying though, is that that's a world which those properties exist. Is, oh yeah, is these shows exist on TV. Mm-hmm. We're talking about films like back when I was oh, yeah, younger. Yeah. It's like like you said about Star Wars. It was like. Star Wars. It was like no Star Wars was good. Star Wars. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like it was an event. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really cool way to think about it. Like it's just, it's just not that anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't you don't care about it on TV. It's like
1: I missed it. You know. And also, it's,
2: wh- it's, and also, why is the choice of what you watch
0: that important when you can choose from so many different things? Right. You can yeah, go to iTunes really and rent point. it, or you can yeah. go to Netflix
1: or whatever. Like it used to sort of be. Here's what you got. You know?
2: made the best of it, and you ended up like loving what you had access yeah. to.
1: There's actually something coming on that I'm I'm kind of feeling that way about. Um, I think either on Thanksgiving or the day before, the Spike Lee documentary, Bad 25. Oh, right, yeah. It's coming out. The Michael Jackson. Yeah, and about. and I guess what's really interesting about it is when it comes to like, sometimes music-related things aren't posted on the net at the same rate that other things are... So if I don't see it the day that it airs, I might, might waiting, for, right, yeah, right. I might be waiting right. Yeah, I might be waiting for a while. Well, that's
2: a really good example. Like, so
1: I'm kinda and, and another thing that happened last night, that was a tribute to Eddie Murphy on Spike TV. Oh
2: right. The it's woman, actually woman. pretty
1: solid. It was actually pretty solid. Adam Sandler was on it and a bunch of other people. But I all of this reminds me that it, it's a very rare occasion that I say, Oh shit, it's nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. This is coming on. I gotta watch this. Besides like homeland and stuff like yeah. that. And, any other any other
0: thoughts as far as movies out there that people might might try with the with the whole damn
2: family? <sighs> um, a cheesy rom-com I, we always watched was Mannequin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With Jefferson Starships, nothing's going to okay, stop Okay, disregard oh. that last suggestion. No, <laughs> no that means circuit. you watch
0: it twice. What you need to do is just go... Yeah, Short Circuit. Short Circuit, just, batteries not included. Just go and get that Jefferson Starship song. <laughs> yeah. Just blast yeah. that. Let's be honest. It's, forget everything <laughs> that, else we've suggested. Yeah. I wanted to throw a couple more out that are like movies that are actually... like Since I so many of the ones that I found were, were R-rated, and I didn't mm. expect them to be... Um, oh... What about Bob? Yeah, yeah.
2: I was going to say that. Yeah. But I saw it. I was Steve saw
0: say. it on my list and, and pointed it out. I was thinking, what about Bob? I put that on there instead of Groundhog Day because I feel like Groundhog Day is kind of the easy favorite, but they yeah. both kind of represent that that period during which Bill Murray was just like he's a he's a good example of a guy who kind of can be. It probably has a lot of those movies that a lot of people like. Like there's a there's a <laughs> sort of there's a lot of different generations that enjoy his.
2: You know the holiday one I liked was, uh, Scrooged? Scrooged, yeah. Yeah. Scrooged? that like was Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge That's one that I would probably I always say. remember
1: that. Yeah, with the golf ball coming out of the guy's head. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was that movie was so good. I didn't mean to interrupt
0: you, Jamal. Oh, no, I, I was just going to say that so many of these movies were were rated more for adults than I thought. So, yeah. I was I I had to throw something that was actually G on there. Yeah. The Straight Story, the David Lynch oh, movie. Yeah. From 1999, I think that's one of those that even if most family members don't think they want to sit down and watch a a David Lynch movie, it's an actually it's actually a really sweet yeah, it's movie. Great, as far as a movie that actually is appropriate for kids as yeah. well as something that maybe the whole family would like. But I thought School of Rock,
1: oh yeah, was a pre- movie.
0: Whatever yeah. it is that makes that movie PG is not enough to make it you right. know inappropriate. And then I think Waiting for Guffman is is still sort yeah, of yeah. a. Sort of an, an evergreen for me. I can watch that movie countless times, and I bet it's one that's playing on some cable channel sure. at almost any time. So I could watch Big Fish.
1: Like, that. oh yeah, yeah, I, I agree with Big oh, Fish. Oh man, Big yeah. Fish. Like, there
2: was a, like, what did Big Fish remind me of? It was like a oh, man, and now I'm trying to think of this now. When when that came out, it, it reminded me so much of like a film like the ones that we're talking about. That was like from like the late 80s or had 90s. Had a really good. Eighties. Oh man, what did it remind me of? big fish and in terms of the
1: kind of like just
2: the the, like the whimsical nature of it like the fantasy element yeah oh man the whole thing with his dad
1: and like this world that his dad had presented to him
2: yeah (laughs) who was it billy crudup was he in that yeah yeah billy crudup
0: yeah man oddly enough he was painted blue and naked the whole time
2: yeah what the heck (laughs) was that (laughs) Oh man, what did Big Fish remind me of? Oh, you know another one I would say, thinking of Tim Burton would be Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All I would actually
0: I would go very close to that. I would say Ed Wood for me is the
1: is the one that I could watch just yeah. again and again. It's good movies. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice is a dark one, but it's I could watch it. I, I think could watch that, it that you're right kid. about all those. I never kid.
0: thought about the fact that like the those first three or four Tim Burton movies what, are all like coolest. amazingly
2: rewatchable,
0: yeah. but also
1: something for everyone yeah yeah. okay
2: Willy wonka oh
1: man oh the gene wilder version of course i totally forgot about that one so good
2: the one that i just saw looking up like uh big fish was um and this is actually i think what i'm thinking of Mm -hmm. maybe was the princess bride ah
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah. like yeah i think i remember like
2: feeling kind of the similar way yeah Oh, I love the Princess Bride. I'm was, glad
0: we kept digging because uh, that dude, might be awesome. one of the best examples oh, of, of yeah. that yeah. type of movie. That's it, right? Like, there. like almost, it's like if you find the person that hates the Princess Bride,
2: find out who stole their heart and buried it <laughs> right.
0: and give it back to them. Great work. Oh,
2: wow. You know, I, I read like a couple months ago that they had like a 20th or 25th anniversary reading of it. You know how Jason Reitman does these like get togethers where they read the script of the film and they mm-hmm. have some of the actors come back or oh, they have other yeah. people fill in? Well, they had, like, everybody come back and read it up in New York somewhere, and, like, they mm-hmm. sold tickets to it. Man, I wish I could have gone to that. Wow. That would have been incredible.
1: <laughs> that does sound really cool. Carrie
2: Elways, I don't know what he's doing now, but... he I, I don't know. He's <laughs> <So> weird. <bad. laughs> the last thing <laughs> I saw him in... I saw a trailer for him, like, for some movie called, like, Hellbent or Hell Road or something uh, like that today.
1: Yeah. Nah, poor guy. Damn. Yeah, he's one of those that... Was it Hellride? Was, was it a, that motorcycle movie?
2: The guy... No, no, no. This is, like, a guy. He has an accident with his family. He starts, like, seeing, like weird dead people okay six cents sequel (laughs) but yeah princess bride i think that might be our i think that might be our our peak right there
1: that's a great movie
2: you know and and it's a good point like it's it's rewatchability. but let's let's be honest the the annual holiday gathering you know like where we i think they all apply to that time of year though i think it's very relevant because that's when we're like i said before you know you're all going to be together Mm -hmm. and you know you have off of school or you know off of work or whatever and you go to those films that you know you all enjoy, and I mean, I think all these movies fit into that for each of our respective Yeah, well, like, whether it's Wizard of
0: Oz or, or uh, I mean, I was thinking of, like, Alfred Hitchcock, like, Rear Window was a movie that I saw a bunch of... like, whatever that movie is that you know you're going to watch every so often. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like, we have the time. Mm-hmm. Let's watch something that we know we're going to all like, yeah. and, you know, year after year. I mean, some of these films definitely played into it with with me and my family, and even me still, like, just... You know, with my girlfriend or my group of friends, like Mm -hmm. some of the ones I mentioned, like are things that we watch every year, and specifically around the holidays. I think a new one that I think is going to be involved with me because how much I love the Harry Potter films are the are the Harry Potter series around Mm -hmm. the holidays because the films work in the holidays so much, but.
0: I was gonna. Um, I was actually going to put uh, Fellowship of the Ring on my list, just because I oh, feel really? like that movie. I just feel like of the Lord of the Rings movies, that's the one that is almost like the most rewatchable. It's got the best kind of fun feel to it, and I have not gotten. I mean, I've I don't watch it every month or anything, yeah. but I'd never get bored sure. when I when I watch those. Yeah, movies. I would agree with that too. So, but again, you don't want to. You know, three-hour fantasy films aren't exactly what I think of when I say, like, this is something everyone can be on board for. But I well, think Spontaneously maybe, watch this. Uh, you know, but, you know, like, Henry's going to grow up in a house where that's perfectly all right to watch three-and-a-half-hour awesome. fantasy well. films. Well done, you know?
2: <laughs> well done, sir.
0: Hey, man, if I'm doing what I can. I'm doing my part for humanity. <laughs>
2: do well. Do well. So, yeah, these are some good choices, man. I can't wait yeah. to watch something. Now that we're talking about them, you guys have mentioned something that I may have forgotten. I want to... Hey Check guys, let's just—I
0: uh, got some extra pajamas up there. Let's all just change into something comfortable day. and watch, <laughs> watch a, a couple Heck of films. Yeah, flips. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's do this. That's good, good idea.
0: And they all put on their gym jams and they curled up on the couch under a big comforter and they watched movies all night. And everybody lived happily ever after. Amen. The end. Um, P.S. Thank you for listening. Be sure to go to Movieschmovie.net. That's the hub for all things shmovie. You can let us know any uh, great family films that we forgot to mention. Uh, You can tell us any mistakes that we made that we can apologize for next time. Um, Or, even more importantly, perhaps, go over to iTunes, leave a review, leave a rating. It really helps us out. We really appreciate you for listening, but we do hope that you spread the word if you enjoy this little podcast here. Um, Aside from that, I've got nothing to say except for... There's this little bit of news. I can't say whose it was, and I can't say when it happened. But a day has been made. You can make of that what you will.
1: Oh! (laughs)